Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Education in Daba on the Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo. Welcome back to Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM and 95.8 in the Boerland. Now, as we said, Alhamdulillah, this segment of the program uh, was obviously a request from our listeners. And once again, a very big shukran to all our listeners for their participation to the program. As we said, that's via the SMS line, 47913, alternatively via WhatsApp on 072. 2380712. Now we've got quite a few other SMSs which I'm going to uh, just acknowledge. We're not going to be dealing with those as yet because we want to, to deal with the next segment and that segment deals on the issue around corporal punishment. So if you the listener, be it a parent, an educator, uh, a learner even for that matter, if you have a question or comment around the issue around corporal punishment, feel free, feel free <laughs> to weigh in on this particular debate or discussion. Now, mm-hmm. for this, we are joined in studio by Neville Goliath, who is the coordinator for the Western Cape Education Department and their Positive Behaviour Program. Neville, a very good evening to you. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for having me here, and good evening to the listeners as well. No, thanks very much to you for being with us here in the studio. Then we are also joined in the studio by Kashifa King, who is involved with the Parent Coordination, who is a Parent Education Facilitator and Counselor at the Parent Centre. Kashifa, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. Shukran for being with us this evening. Now, on the issue of corporal punishment, we're not going to be speaking about, Yasira, you know, the whole legal issues around it. We know the Section 10 of the South African Schools Act says uh, corporal punishment has been abolished. We know, for example, that educators in terms of Section 18 or Section 18 or 17 of the Employment of Educators Act says that you are not allowed to administer corporal punishment, otherwise the WCD will charge Charge you with with misconduct. Mm -hmm. So then you also have SACE, the South African Council for Educators, they have their own code of conduct. So where do you think we should be starting this discussion or debate around corporal punishment? Shukran, Ridwan. I'm sitting here in anticipation <laughs> waiting for you to ask me the question. So we've had listeners call in and send SMSs and we've actually had, you know, listeners stop us when we're outside in the communities saying, look, we, if you speak to any educator now and you ask, you know, besides CAP and its administrative burdens, what? taxes you out the most at school and they would say the learner's behavior um, you can't hit them anymore you can't discipline them in a certain way detention doesn't work what do we do so we're sitting with all this frustration at the end of the day you know it's almost an animalistic response read one way i need to defend myself and i hit or i stop or i kick or i point etc which are all forms of assault um, WCD will tell you that and then you have the flip side of the coin saying but you have no right to hit my child the only person who can actually discipline my child or hit my child is me as the parent so we've had these two opposing views continuously coming up Ridwan on education in Daba and we want parents and listeners you know to inform us as to why it should either come back or why it should either remain abolished and at the moment it is and I don't know how much um, if it has been made to reverse the abolishment, but what are people's views? Do they want? Do they think it's still okay? Do they still tell teachers, "Slatum, or "Don't touch my child"? If you do, I'll be the person reporting you straight to WCD. No, shukran for that, Yasira, and of the, uh, I don't know what you call this thing, of the, uh, you know, the uh, one of our listeners are saying, "What about teachers' rights?" Because learners have Ooh. two 
much, much right. right. Okay. Well, that's another one. I'll make you, a note of that. that. You can look at yes, yes uh, definitely. For, for you to have that one. And then another SMS here says, Salam, if parents give phones to, for good reason, uh, there are more downside. It's such a cyberbullying, the lack of concentration, and these dirty videos circulating mm, yes. uh, on uh, the school technology. Uh, this kind of time is be our enemy. Late coming, we believe that there are genuine problems, but serial late coming should be dealt with by WCD. Mm. And then the part I want to look at, yes, the cane should speak. Yeah, yo. Now, <laughs> let's hear from Neville Goliath. Neville, the cane should speak. What is the WCD view on that? <laughs> we don't want the, the cane can't speak. And um. I think many, uh, many listeners would know, uh, the, the abolishment of corporal punishment happened 20 years ago. Mm. We, we've moved on long time ago we've moved beyond this but but uh, and all the question I, I would automatically want to ask why are we still speaking about this but I, I get to, to train and, and, and engage teachers on, on a regular basis and, and, and teachers would often uh, just kind of throw this question into the mix uh, just to kind of uh, um, get some feedback and get some information but but one of the things that, that, that we need to embrace is, is that uh, corporal punishment as a comeback practice Mm -hmm. it's, it's a no-no. It's highly unlikely our constitution and all the laws that, has, that lines up with it uh, will, not, will not allow um, that to happen. So, so um, I would like to, I know that, that, that parents and, and especially educators out there, they feel that, that this is a solution. And, uh, you know, when I was at school, uh, and I recall primary school, Yasira and everyone, then you, you, had, you had to bend over the desk. <laughs> And that was mm. a bad experience. Mm. It's something that 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 that, that haunts me today as, mm. as an adult. Let me share with the listeners as well at this stage. You know, I was an educator for more than ten years. And you beat the kids. Well, I'm not going to say about that. <laughs> okay, I, I I I recall that, and you are right, Neville. You know, it sometimes. But what I can say. You know, and I mean, I used to dread it, and they always used to say, you know, I don't keep my mouth, I always backchat, I give answers, I was the why child, but now why must I do this? And, um, you know, educators never took out the cane for those things. You know, the, the child that's ADD, that's always speaking and wanting mm -hmm. to know what's going on. I think it's when you're actually caught on things that contravene school yeah. policy where that would come out. So I can't think of any kind of abuse at that stage, and I think that was the premise for the abolishment of, of corporal that's, punishment that's that it went too far and I don't see how that happened in my time mm. um, obviously as time progressed you know things were different but we're still sitting with a with a core issue around the behavior at the mm. school and yeah. educators are saying whatever manual that the WCAD has provided to combat corporal punishment is not helping yeah. they are getting harassed so, so by the way that was mm. out in 2002 mm. Shukran, mm. Shukran Ridwan, that yes, you are correct. Um, they say it's not helping, detention is not helping, um, but I will speak more to that as we go on, Ridwan. Okay, let's get uh, <laughs> Kashiva into the discussion very quickly. As we said, the parent education facilitator and counselor at the parent center. Now, we're speaking about the abolishment of corporal punishment. Um, you know, mm. it's no longer, it's been abolished. Uh, what, in your view, you know, is the issue around the impact of the abolishment of corporal punishment? Um, I think 
just to start, I just want to give you a definition of corporal punishment so you sure. understand what we're actually talking about when we're talking about corporal punishment. Um, so corporal punishment is defined as any physical action that hurts a child in the name of discipline. This could include physical force used and intended to cause some degree of pain or discomfort, however light. It involves hitting or slapping the child with a hand or an implement, kicking, shaking, throwing a child, forcing a child to stay in an uncomfortable or undignified position, forcing them to take excessive physical exercise or stand or sit for any length of time, forcing substances into their mouth, for example, chilies. Um, and with corporal punishment, you get emotional punishment where you cause a child deliberate emotional distress in the name of, of, of discipline. So at the parent center, we view punishment and discipline as two separate things. And we have found that parents tend to think that discipline and punishment is the same thing. Mm -hmm. So just to make you understand how discipline and punishment is actually different, let me give you a definition of discipline. Right. So discipline is the process of teaching um, aimed at self-discipline. So the process, what is this process involved? It's saying that discipline starts at birth and continues throughout life. And discipline really is about a change in attitude by the parent. It's the way the parent does things differently. Okay. Um, it's also, it takes a lot of time. So it says it's a process, therefore it takes time. And it starts with the parent looking inwards and looking how they do things. Um, and it's also about teaching. And in order to teach, you have to know what you're teaching and you have to model. So we're saying discipline is about the parent also modeling. And discipline ultimately is about self-discipline. So self-discipline is this thing of, I will do what is right because I know it's right, not because I've been forced to or I am afraid to. Um, and if you think of this thing of self-control, you'll find that you just, you really see a lack of it. We want to raise children, so, so the definition of discipline actually looks at long term. What do we want for our children in the long term? So if you look at punishment, punishment, um, research has shown that there's only one positive outcome of corporal punishment, and that is immediate compliance. But in terms of long term, it doesn't show any positive effects in the long term. So when we're talking discipline, so we have an entire course, um, an entire training which spans seven weeks of three and a half hours each weekly, where we actually teach parents the, the different parts um, of, of what discipline actually entails. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's really about connecting with our children. It's about building a relationship with them. It's about instilling values um, in them. So discipline then and, and punishment is not the same thing. So when I've, I've also met some, I, I once I had a, a, met a teacher and she was, there was a discipline issue and she said to me that, you know, we are struggling, uh, we don't know what to do and there are no alternatives. You are telling us as teachers we can't hit children but you have not given us adequate alternatives. And what we did um, with the school is we did this entire course of the positive parenting with all the teachers, the entire um, faculty, so 35 of them. We did this training and immediately, even before the training was over, we had already seen differences. So it's about changing the entire way you approach um, children, the entire way you look at them, the entire way you view at them. And we're really saying that the alternative is positive parenting or positive ways. Um, 
I don't know that. Well, I'm not trying to think whether I was disciplined or whether I was punished as a youngster uh, in my school days. But um, I would like to, to get a comment from Neville, you know, on, on what uh, Kashifa just had said. But before you do, there's an SMS that I want to read. It says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm a parent of a child that attends, and I'm not going to give the name of the primary school. It's out in Lente here. We were told to report cases of bullying and our issues we have of our principal to our district which we did but to date nothing has been done and we haven't heard anything back from Mr. Van Harte. So what now? Well, shukran to that listener. Uh, we can't deal with that uh, response now. We'll see how we can assist uh, you in that regard. Mm -hmm. Then there's an SMS from 0115. I'm just waiting for it to open. Uh, it says, Assalamu alaikum. What is stopping educators from making cases against learners mm. who abuse them? Well, that's also mm. another question that we, uh, you know, that's a valid one. Uh, but obviously we're dealing with the issue around corporal punishment this evening. SMS here from 0206 says, Constitution gives too many rights to the learners. Behavior is deteriorating. Mm. Sad schools, educators are crying out for help. Okay, let's get to Neville. Read one. <laughs> you know, when, when, uh, when we were at school, mm. let's go back to that time quickly, we, we had um, examples of punishment, like Kashif explained, mm. but we also had pretty good examples of discipline. So, so there was a mix of, of how teachers uh, decided to respond to it. They would have teachers that would be the hitters, mm -hmm. and then they would have teachers that, that would just have a different style. It takes me back to my high school years. Mm -hmm. I had a blend teacher. His name was Mr. Kasim Saval. One beautiful man. He's retired now. But he never had a cane. He never needed a cane. And, and he had the authority to uh, execute and exert discipline within that classroom space, and everybody respected him. Oh. He commanded respect without any punishment, without any force. And, and uh, the, the term that, uh, um, punishment is, is derived from a Latin word called mm. puena, mm. meaning to inflict pain. Mm. And, and that, that's, that's the purpose of, 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 of uh, punishment. The word discipline is derived from the word mm. called disciple or discipline, meaning to teach or to train. And that's mm. exactly what, what, what Kashifa mentioned, is that the, the purpose of discipline is to teach a child or to train a child. But you would recall, in 1995, South Africa became a signatory of the United Nations Conventions on the Rights of the Child. And that was the first international law that President Nelson Mandela then put his signature to. Mm. And when we did that, what that essentially means is that all the laws in the country needs to align with that law. We were lucky in that regard because at that time we were in a new democracy and we were busy writing new laws and the South African Schools Act came along and you mentioned the act earlier in one that, that stated that section 10 that what we uh, should not be doing because it constitutes assault hmm. and, and uh, in 1997 just after that the act on the act 33 I think of the abolishment of corporal punishment came into schools and, and teachers went hectic and they said <coughs> you cut our hands off mm. literally they, they would use those terms in dramatic form that you cut our hands off, as if that's the only thing you have to discipline and, and that was not the fact now we've come a long way in the meantime you mentioned the document uh, alternatives to corporal punishment mm. in 2002 mm. that pre, uh, that uh, then minister uh, kara small signed mm. you I know was and part of that thing when they were yeah. mm. but but that that was the, the the first attempt to get people to move in a new direction mm. but beyond that a lot has happened in the meantime mm. we have had many uh, um, uh, 
strategies, one mm -hmm. of the, in 2005, the strategy for encouraging positive discipline. Mm -hmm. and, and let me tell you um, where the positive behavior program were adopted and embraced. At schools such as, as those, it worked. I was at a yeah. uh, anti-bullying roundtable, we called it, at CTLI, yes, CTLI. Mm. a few weekends ago. I, I was a presenter at uh, but But uh, it was not my presentation I want to uh, highlight. It was a presentation of a principal on Cliffontaine Road at Cliffontaine Primary. I think it's Mr. Mayer. Mr. Mayer, that's correct. You I don't think we spoke <laughs> to... Um, you spoke to him before? No, no, no. Was it Apollos, the, the, yeah. the safety mm. sponsor? Oscar. Oscar. Oscar, mm. yeah, because Oscar spoke to us about it as well. And... and, and Mr. Mayor and his staff embraced a positive approach to discipline and uh, they have very little incidents. Yes, it would be mm. naughty children, mm. but naughty children, I think that's part of life. Yeah, yeah. You always have naughty children uh, and uh, if you're naughty, then you're in a position to learn. I, th I think what's happening, if I may, you know, Yuriba was a gruwelike child back in his days. Um, but teachers love these children and they spice mm. up the classroom and they hide things that you're going to need for an activity and everybody laughs because everybody's looking for it. And then, you know, Ribam brings it out of the cupboard, daddy stashed it away in. But I think when educators speak around, you know, behavior, we're looking at learners that borders conduct disorder. Hmm. Or learners coming from environments where the modeling that Kashva speaks hmm. of is exactly what they're doing at school. Yeah. So how do you get that parent um, to come in and model, model a positive approach or positive hmm. parenting? And educators are speaking about learners who are defiant in the classroom, who would think nothing of verbally abusing them, nothing of verbally, um, you know, abusing other learners, physically attacking them. And I think that we all have naughty children. But I think when we're bordering that kind of overstepping lines, no. which the departmental educators don't overstep, what then? So is that 2002 manual going to work? Is the positive behavior? Because I know when I was part of the positive behavior um, in my district with um, our psychologists, you know, we had a center where they would come to and we'd remove this le these learners from the school and look at different strategies. But I mean, that was a kind of a once-off approach around how to introduce this different kind of learning but up until today it's still happening so educators mm. are sitting with quite mm. a huge situation yeah. how do mm. i if i point at the child mm. it's assault mm. so what do i do as an educator in the class and i think that's the mm. main question that educators are asking no no shukran for that yes and certainly you're speaking about the alternatives uh, mm. And I think what the, so we're looking at the impact and then also alternatives and we've got in studio with us Neville Goliath mm. who is the coordinator for positive behavior program within the Western Cape Education Department and we're also chatting to Kashifa King who is parent Very education good. facilitator and the counselor at the parent center. I want to play the devil's advocate Martha, that word, by saying you know uh, Neville at the time when we mm. went to school if you look at the type of child that you had those many many years ago and the type of educator that uh -huh. you had those many, many years ago. The, the environment has somehow changed. I mean, child is different that you're dealing with today. Uh, the bigger classes also certainly is a contributing factor. But let me go to the SMS line quickly and it says, Hello Neville, good to hear your voice. You make us laugh. Uh, I do however feel that we need effective ways to discipline and teach respect as many times our learners get away with mass murder and the educators getting the end of the stick. I don't agree with corporal punishment, but what is in place to protect 
our educators, as many times their lives are also at risk. Mm -hmm. Then there's another SMS quickly. I'm just waiting for it to open up from 5998. It says, as we must understand the 21st century child. As educators, we must upskill ourselves regarding discipline, classroom management, and learning styles. Mm. And that comes from Rushana Fisher. Well, a very big shukran there to all our listeners for their participation. Mm. Then another one says, Assalamu alaikum, Ridwan and Yasira, and to all in studio. Well, Corporal punishment, in my opinion, does not change a learner's attitude or respect towards you as the teacher mm -hmm. or his or her education. Mm. It is something developed through oneself. Teachers may use their personal issues off school and take them out on the learners. Well, mm. there's another viewpoint quickly. Mm. Before we get back to our panelists, um, another SMS says South, African, mm. South Africa also has a history of militant education. Going mm. back to apartheid, it's entrenched in our system under the banner of democracy. Mm. The last one I'm going to read says, Assalamu alaikum. When we were at school, we already knew that no means no. No two ways about it. Our parents never gave us the leeway many, many of our kids have today. They chime in. They just don't know when to stop. Mm. Naughty, grievelijk, mm. that's oulik, but outright defiant mm. is something else. Mm. Well, a very big shukran once again to all our listeners for their participation uh, to our discussion here around corporal punishment. Now, let's hear from Kashiva. Do you want to comment on any of that, what we've been discussing um, thus far? I really want to share something. Um, it is, it's an article risen, written by Fosia Raycliffe. Um, and I think it for me, we're really looking at the roots of violence in childhood and we are looking, you know, if you look at South Africa and you look at the levels of violence we have and this article actually speaks about what are the roots. So we are now talking about all the symptoms, how do you deal with the symptoms of violent behavior? But we are now, we want to look at what's happening right at the bottom. Um, and this article says it is a well-documented fact that much of the crime committed has its roots in poverty, unemployment, overcrowding in homes and substance abuse. But before this, there's perhaps a more primary causal factor. Alice Miller in her writing refers to the roots of violence in childhood. She did extensive research in the upbringing of individuals who had committed horrendous violent crimes and found that the common denominator was violence perpetrated against those individuals when they were children. She now asks, are the seeds of violent behavior planted in the young child and if so, how? Miller confirms that the seeds of violent behavior are planted at a young age. Almost all children on our planet are beaten in the first years of their lives. They learn from the start violence and this lesson is wired into their developing brains. No child is ever born violent. Violence is not genetic. It exists because beaten children use in their adult lives the lesson that their brains have learned. Um, and when they're talking here about the, the, the violence, they're talking about regular beatings, not just the occasional hidings. Yeah, yeah. yeah shukran. I, yes. I was going to ask now, so <laughs> yes. if I give you a yeah. rap, so you're going to, so we're you know, go to school. And, and, and I mean, yeah. as, as a student of psychology, <coughs> it, it is what you're saying <coughs> is the truth. And we, we can see children that were, you know, presented with violence and part of that and had mm. been traumatized. Mm. I think I need to add that mm. part with something broke mm. inside of them mm. are more inclined mm. to use that mm. as 
a mechanism to resolve mm. certain things mm. that they are confronted with. Mm. But I think that's yeah. the approach taken mm. by the Human Rights Commission, mm. in fact, yeah. when mm. they all took this whole issue of corporal punishment yeah. uh, to the legislature. Mm. But keeping in mind that there were other religious institutions, for mm. example, that challenged mm. the Human yeah. Rights Commission mm. in terms of saying, look, uh, you know, in the biblical scripture, for example, it mm. says, spare the the artist is saying go spare the rod and not the child uh, yeah. the child and, yeah, or something. something like that you know so I mean that's also mm. another point but let's mm. look at an SMS which we received here it says corporal punishment is a big no no my school days is remembered how the learners got beaten by mm. the psychotic laughing manipulating teacher <laughs> believe me mm. those types of teachers are mm. still out there and miss Hitting the learners. Well, once again, a very big shukran to mm. our listeners for their participation mm. to the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Now, I'm just trying to find this particular SMS. It says, Assalamu alaikum, as a parent myself, I don't see how a hiding results in violent behavior. Has anyone ever researched the music children listen to? Kashira? <laughs> I'm not going to go into the music part. <laughs> I just really want to talk about the behavior because this is the issue. The issue is what sort of behavior are the children displaying in school? And to us, if you're looking at misbehavior or the type of behavior Yasir has been speaking about, that behavior is a cry for help. It's a mm. cry that, you know, something is going on inside of me. There is something I don't know how to deal with. Mm. I don't have the ability to, to say it to you. I don't know how to express it. So we say that a child feels bad before they behave bad. And a child would rather have negative attention rather than have no attention at all. So it really goes back to what is happening in our homes. Hmm. You know, the, the, the children are at home first before they even went to school. And I mean, I think we are coming from that perspective of, you know, bringing this positive parenting in the homes where parents are going to do what they need. Be, they need to start adopting this way, this way of doing it differently. So it's like we say all the years we've been doing the same thing, getting the same results. And if we want different outcomes, mm. we have to do things differently. But there's also the sense, Kashi, maybe I want to ask uh, Neville on this one, and do give me math, mm. is that, you know, our teachers are expected to still discipline mm. learners within mm. a classroom. Mm. It doesn't take place. Mm at the home front mm. so the teacher now yeah. who wants mm. to teach a particular lesson mm. now mm. still has to before mm. he or she gets to the teaching lesson mm. has to now deal with disciplining mm. the yeah. kids before he or she mm. gets to the teaching lesson never that, that is correct teachers mm. teachers are confronted um, with the child coming from a world that has changed mm. uh, the world that, that that i spoke about earlier where i grew up in here has gone mm. uh, we, are, we find ourselves in a world where, where, where kids are extremely assertive and mm. I think uh, when Roshana Fisher spoke earlier about uh, her stance that corporal punishment is, is, is a no-no and, and other people that send SMSs mm. in Ridwan, uh, it is quite clear that many teachers feel corporal punishment is not the way, mm. but they still lack the ability mm. or the know-how uh, mm. then what to do. Mm. Mm. Because I can tell you uh, no doesn't mean no anymore mm. Be because we, we're dealing with a generation that, that, that has the uh, um, attitude of, of questioning anything, everything mm. about asking but, but why mm. you understand and you would have your, your own kids telling mm. but, but why mommy but, but why daddy why mm. and, and this generation is an assertive generation that we raised <laughs> we, we, we tell true. them if, mm. if you have an issue at school yeah. you ask the teacher mm. and, and teachers sometimes find mm. difficulty with these assertive kids yeah. uh, and, and uh, that 
those are the new skills that, mm. that, that the Western Cape Education Department mm. allows teachers to engage. Mm. Where when I do training in the, in the schools that, that I, I go to, and even at, at the, our Centre for, for Teacher Training at CTLI, you, you, you teach teachers the skills as to what, how can you prepare the soil in your classroom for positive behavior. It mm. has to do with prevention. Mm. Certain things must be in place mm -hmm. for you to get what you need. Can mm. I just ask this uh, positive behavior? I know that, we, that you are the coordinator for Western Cape Education yes. Department. Do they have it across the districts, for example? The positive behavior program is a strategy that's for the whole education department. On, on Thursday past, I was an, in Pretoria DBE, where the Department of Basic Education um, is also a strong uh, advocate for positive behavior. There's a draft document that will be circulating probably next year. It, it's still being written. And, uh, and this policy also speaks to uh, the the essence of behavior that should be preventative, that should mm. be positive, that, that each child um, care, uh, is, is, is your child as a teacher, that you act in locus parentis, that, that you, uh, you have the responsibility as a parent, and, and uh, teaching the, the new terms called PBIS, as positive behavior intervention strategies, mm. that, that, that districts must have PBISs or strategies. And in our district, the district that I work in at Metro North Education District, uh, we have a very strong program where teachers are exposed to, to all aspects of positive behavior. It ranges mm -hmm. from classroom management to uh, dealing with kids in conflict, that, that, that difficult mm -hmm. child that just challenges us. <laughs> so so we, we give teachers the, the, the necessary skills for them to, to prepare the classrooms as spaces where, where everybody belongs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to get back to the SMS line quickly, but I think at the offset, I said I want to say that we're not going to be able to conclude this particular discussion or debate. I think we should necessarily have a follow-up program. I do want to ask the question though, what about teacher training? When you're starting to, when you are going to study to become a teacher, is there anything there that really prepares yeah. our educators in terms of how they need mm. to deal with learners that presents, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Challenges. Yeah, behavior, behavior, challenge. behavior I'm just, um, Ridwan, before you go to the SMS line, I'm sitting and I'm thinking of when my daddy asks me something or tells me something and I'm going to sit and say, but why daddy? I, I can't even imagine that happening because, you know, he's, yeah. he's the daddy. So what he says is the law. But you are correct in saying that we are raising our children to be independent thinkers. How, however, we, did, we don't train educators. Um, and if I recall, Ridwan, from our new entrance into education, that we get every single year um, about 20% of them leave the profession within the first year yeah. so uh, what is and Ridwan is quite right in saying so what is the practice at our universities or our, um, our other um, institutions for training and how is it being taught because when you're looking at the educator how do I deal with a special needs learner who has these kinds of behavior problems might not be conduct disorder might not come from violence but comes with a diagnosis so yeah. what do I do then? Um, a lot of things that you want, but let's hear what the listeners has to say. Okay, time is really running out. There's one that says there is a difference between ill-disciplined children and grievelijke children. Children who are ill-disciplined come from home. Parents allow and condone these behaviors at home. We have to relearn our teaching modes so we can manage a class better. We have to learn how to manage multicultural classes. Yeah. Another one says, Salam, my 12-year-old is the sweetest boy at school. 
but the home is very aggressive and bullies siblings and rude to us as his parents. How do we handle him as he can come as he can become very aggressive and start throwing things around? Well, that's another SMS there. Another one from 8686. I'm just trying to open it up with you. Assalamu alaikum to the panel. Educators need more training on how to deal with disruptive learners. No textbook can teach you how to handle a disrespectful learner. Practical ongoing training should be a key element in the educational process. Uh, all behavior mm. answers a need. Mm -hmm. Behavior doesn't come from nowhere. Mm. And, and that mm. is mm. The, the premise upon which all the training programs are, are designed. Mm. Now, if behavior is a need, then uh, what the child needs would be support. Mm. The, uh, what the Western Cape Education Department is now embarking on a new positive behavior support pathway. Many of the listeners might not know or know of the CS document, that is a screening identification and an assessment for support mm. document. It, it is how learners with behavior or barriers to learning is being dealt with now mm. behavior is seen as a barrier to learning if the child's behavior mm. is so bad mm. that he's not able to learn and that other kids could learn too then that's a mm. barrier to learning now now what the western cape education department is now uh, uh, trying to to uh, get approved is is to uh, respond to that need within the same system and how we deal with learners that might have a reading problem so that that child could be yeah. drawn into the school-based support teams, yeah. could be discussed, not necessarily yeah. suspended, yeah. Uh, and uh, then managed in such a way that that child could receive the support that that he or she needs. Yeah. And, and the Western Cape Education Department is putting together a uh, very compact strategy for, for us to, to, to do that. But, but, but that's in discussion uh, process right now. DBE is doing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the whole protocol on the elimination of corporal punishment, b b because many of the schools are still administering corporal punishment, and I would like mm. to tell our teachers, please, please don't. I was going to mm. say it's still prevalent <laughs> out there at a number of our schools. But parents are saying to mm. educators, if yeah. my child don't listen, it mm. hit the child, mm. because it's built on the premise that mm. either a what is happening at school right. and i am now sick and tired of the teacher sending me messages in the message book almost every week come and see me because yeah. my child's behavior yeah. is you know becoming worse yeah. it's not even it's not even now talking out of line it's just becoming worse to the point where it's interfering with teaching and learning of the other children within the okay. classroom can i just ask if i'm a bit to respond to this particular sms if you or if you want to it says here uh, i am a young lady and my generation is nothing but disrespectful when i look at my elders what i see are people who knows what respect is not because of apartheid but because corporal punishment was a part of their daily lives. Do you want to quickly comment on that one? Um, you know, when, when we did the corporal punishment training with parents, we asked them this question, I was hit and I'm okay, and they had to either agree or disagree. And 95% of the group all went to agree. I was hit and I'm okay. And afterwards, we asked them to reflect on when they were beaten at school, uh, beaten by their parents, and you know what came out of there was real raw emotions mm. so like 40 50 years down the line um you're still sitting with the pain of what had happened to you previously so we ask 
Are you okay because you were hit or are you okay because your parents had other things that they also instilled in you? Um, did parents instill values in their children? Did they make time for you? So there's many, uh, there's many things that contribute towards behavior. You can't say that I am fine only because my parents hit me. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, and so in the same vein, if, if children are misbehaving, you cannot say it's because they're not being hit. The problem is that the parents are no longer involved in the lives of their children. Okay, there are so many absent fathers. Somebody is saying, Boyd, you Peter Vela, Yonkers. Well, the time is really caught up with us, and I'm going to put yeah. a challenge on here to both mm. Neville Goliath and Kashifa mm. King that you do come back into studio next week, inshallah, so that we inshallah. really do continue this. I think it's very, very important. Okay, next week is a holiday for, for probably for, 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 uh, for Neville, no, but we we'll definitely have to continue mm. this. Isn't Before it? I give uh, Neville the, a mm. last quick comment the last word. I just want to say that Yasira's mom or mommy asked that we say to Khalika and Ramiz well, to wish them well on the engagement today. Wishing them all the best going forward. Amin, inshallah. And that comes from Big Buddha. That's Buddha Hassan. Auntie Gigi, Yasira, Jihan, Shiham and Hamad. Uh, so that's a message that we just had to read uh, from Auntie Khadija. Kashifa, we're extending another to come back next week. Neville to you as well. Please do come back. I think we need to continue this. So Kashifa, shukran for your time. We apologize. We went off script a bit. Uh, shukran and we say to you, assalamu alaikum. To Neville, thank you very much to you Thanks as well. And to you, very good evening. Yasira, shukran to you as well. Nasser, shukran. That's out of the microphone. From myself, Ridwan Ahmad and Yasira. Until next time, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.